Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Shut up and sit down. about naughty, dirty things. I was in the grocery store a couple of months ago, and it was a really creepy experience. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned it before on the on um, on the radio show or on my live journal. I just don't remember if I did. And um, anyways, I'm in the grocery store and I uh, I'm doing my shopping, and this lady comes up to me and she says, "Is that man following me?" Or is he following you? And I'm like, what man? And she kind of points him out, and I said, I, I don't know. Um, and so she says, okay, let's just kind of walk together for a little bit, and then I will go in one direction, and you'll go the other, and we'll see who he follows because he's definitely following one of us. <clears throat> and so we split off, and he follows me. And so she doubles back and gets the store manager, and um, he gets to talking to, and um, come to find out he thought he knew me. Or that that was his excuse for following me around the store. Um, and uh, the manager um, made him leave and said, dude, you just can't follow him around. You just, you just can't do it. And then I got escorted out to my car. And um, I was fine, and, it, and you know it was kind of creepy. It was kind of it was creepy, but yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, tonight, a couple. <laughs> last time I went to the grocery store, not tonight, but like two weeks ago, um, my husband went with me, and he doesn't normally go with me. And what happens when he goes with me, which is is very rare um, these days, because he annoys me. Um, He'll move off and come back and move off and come back and put stuff in the cart and walk away and. Um, I'm pretty sure that all the clerks in the store thought he was stalking me, that I had another stalker because they do pay attention to me, right? So tonight I'm in the grocery store and I'm getting my stuff. And for the record, they didn't have any fucking apple fritters, okay? No apple (sighs) – terrible, terrible experience. Um, if you're having a bad experience with the broadcast and the radio show, you might consider a different browser. Anyways, um, I use Chrome. I've never had a problem uh, with it on Blog Talk. Uh, you might try Firefox. I don't know. Uh both of these are pretty resource heavy, and if you don't have a lot of memory, you might want to try to use, and I don't often recommend this, Internet Explorer, because it is less resource heavy than Chrome or Firefox. 
it's not a great browser, but it might um, be good for you. <clears throat> I uh, I'm in the I'm in the grocery store tonight, and there were no apple fritters, and it was, the baked chicken looked horrible. It was just a terrible experience, and I'm checking out, and um, I did the self checkout because I don't like anybody else packing my groceries. They never do it to suit me, and I irritated. Anyways, <clears throat> one of the little carts comes up to me and she says, that man that was with you last week, I said, my husband? She said, oh, okay. Because we didn't know how to ask. <laughs> because he doesn't come to the store with me often. <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, um, maybe we should, like, Develop some kind of signal so that you'll know when I'm in trouble. And she said, like a safe word. <laughs> so now me and my grocery store have a safe word. So there you go. I now have a safe word for the grocery store. So, yeah, but that's terrible. But, you know, it was a creepy experience when I got stalked. So, anyways. It's more like a, a safe password, not like like a safe phrase because it's not actually a word it's a um uh she agreed that um if she sees a situation where she thinks that there could be a problem she's going to ask me how i'm doing and if i tell her i'm doing great then she won't call the police (laughs) but if i tell her my foot hurts then she has to call the cops (laughs) so i can't go there if i break my foot again because then the cops will be called It'll be bad so i have a safe word for the grocery store um it's just you know weirdness Total weirdness. I uh, talked to. Um, I got called today by my cousin. Um, I have. I have many of those. In case um, you might have seen that on my live journal, I've got many, many, many cousins. Um, and one of the females called me, and um, she's a writer too. And uh, <laughs> she calls me and she says, "Hold on a minute." And then. I hear a dial tone, and she starts dialing a number, and she's put me on a three-way call. Okay. And it's Stan, yes, Chris, and um, who gets the third call. And then he says, okay, hold on a minute. And then he makes a call, so he's three-way calling somebody too. So by the time they got this chain worked out, I had 15 cousins on the phone with me. Because I had to do a three-way call myself. So 15 cousins all together on the phone. I said, are you guys staging some kind of weird phone intervention? And she's like, no, we know there's no fixing you. I'm like, great, okay, fine. So so what the fuck do you want? And she's like, um, so it's about Thanksgiving. And I said, no, no. She said, come on. I said, no, no. This year... I'm not going to be involved in Thanksgiving. She said, you said that last year and showed up anyway. I said, this year, I'm considering taking a cruise. She said, bullshit. Just like that, bullshit. Like she, like butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. Bullshit. And cause that's how she talks. She's adorable and I love her, but oh, bullshit. Anyway. So, 45 minutes later into this, you know, this 45 minutes of conference call, um, I agreed to 
cook the dressing for the family Thanksgiving. It, I got bullied. That's what happened. I got bullied. I got bullied by my family, and um, yeah, and but in 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 my defense, my my least favorite whoreface cousin, um, who is on marriage number six, uh, her her current husband makes a red velvet cake that will melt in your mouth, and she promised to bring me red velvet cake if I brought. Dressing for 40 people. That's right, 40. That's what I said, 40 people. So now I have to make cornbread dressing for 40 people. I don't even know how many... I don't even I don't even have any idea how much cornbread I'm going to have to make. It, it's, it's going to be bad. Oh, no, no. If it was... I got a question about stovetop. Um, no, stovetop isn't allowed. At the family Thanksgiving, I would um, I would be disowned, which actually has appeal. But I'm thinking I'm probably going to have to make six by nine pans of cornbread just to make the dressing. Anyways, so yeah, that's what I got talked into. But fortunately, because you know, dressing is is not made with fresh cornbread. I can make the cornbread earlier in the week, you know, and then just I'll be good to go when it comes time to put it all together and, you know, bake it. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, that that's my family. I bullshit. So there you go. That just sums up my whole family right there in that one little bullshit. <laughs> I am, um, I wanted to share with you um, that I am currently, um, I have, wrong, wrong, wrong one, I have been, um, I had a breakthrough on Ties That Bind, and I've been working on the North Star, and I have written 9,271 words in three days count them, three days, and there is, um, the first 4,000 words of that is on my Facebook uh, profile, not my Facebook page. I have a Facebook page that's empty, so I was thinking that I might just start sharing excerpts on it to make it not empty. Anyways, or I might do, I might do, um, like, Evil Author Day on Facebook. I have to transfer all my old, uh, all my old my, my old excerpts to Facebook. That'll be fun because the thing is, is I'm running out of um, room for friends on Live Journal, so I'm and I don't really go much to Live Journal anymore because I, I got irritated, and um, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to pay for it again this year. So I think I might just move my um, excerpts to Facebook, and they'll be public entry, so you won't have to be a member of Facebook to actually um, to read them. Um, and then I might just do a uh, Evil Author Day post on my own website and just not use, because well, Live is pissing me off. And um, anyways, <clears throat> sex. I want to talk about sex because I, um, okay, I'm going to be honest. I was reading something yesterday, 
and it was going great, and I was really enjoying it. And I'm not going to share with you what it was, because I'm about to tear it to pieces. And I don't want to bash the author or to bash the story, because I don't think it's her fault, um, necessarily. Okay. Either this person has had the worst sex ever to ever happen to a single person on the whole entire planet, or... They've never had sex at all. Now, they tell you to write what you know. I'm not saying you have to have fucked in order to write about fucking, but if you've never if you're a virgin and you've never had sex with another person, I think you owe it to your writing and to other people who will be reading your writing to at least watch porn. Because you know that porn tilt you do? And if you don't watch porn, you probably don't know this, but if you watch porn, sometimes the people will do something on the screen that you have to t- kind of tilt your head to get a better look at it, to figure out what it, exactly they're doing. Um, okay, so I did that reading a story. I did the porn tilt reading a story. <laughs> That's right. I didn't even realize I was doing it and, until my neck started to hurt. Then I realized I had read this entire this entire sex scene with the porn tilt. My head. <laughs> and that's bad. That's so bad. So what I would say, um, and, and I got like, I don't even, and, and there was there was lots of things wrong with it. There was, um, it, that's just not how, uh, that's just not how that works. So I'm, I'm going to put it that way. First things first, the vagina is actually internal. Okay, the outside of the woman's genitals, the vulva, not the vagina. The vagina is inside. It's that tunnel that kind of you know that connects the outside of your body, the hole, and to the cervix and to the uterus. And the uterus... um. Look, when a woman gets aroused, the the vaginal passage um, expands and, and, and gets deeper. It can also get a little bit wider. Um, so here's the thing: I have I'm gonna be I'm gonna be explicit with this. I have had nine inches of dick in me, and I have never had a man penetrate my uterus. One more time, I'm going to tell you this. I have never had a man penetrate my uterus. I've had one bruise the fuck out of my cervix, but that's an entirely different conversation. Nine inches. I've never had a man in my uterus. It doesn't happen unless something terrible has gone wrong. Terrible, terrible, terrible. It doesn't work that way. It really does not. There are lots of things that don't work that way. Um, there, You know, um, also, this is an anal sex thing. Um, 
the colon doesn't actually begin immediately upon entering the anus. There's a there's a passage between the entrance of the anus and the um the colon and large intestines. There's there's a there's a passage there. There's a um and So, terribly unlikely, terribly unlikely that there's going to be a man big enough to put his dick in somebody's colon, okay? <laughs> That's just, I mean, it, unless, again, unless something has gone terribly wrong, that's just not going to happen, It's not. It's not going to happen that way. It. I mean, it, you know, the the, the 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 dick of doom. I think the dick of doom could actually get hard enough for penetration. I've seen that huge dick. I don't think it works. I. I. I no. Um. There comes a point when a dick is so big that there isn't enough blood in the body to actually cause an erection. <laughs> And I'm going to go on record and say that Dick of Doom probably does not work appropriately. He needs a he needs a a dick reduction. <laughs> Just anyways, anyways. So, but it but it crosses my mind as I'm reading this uh, this this terrible uh, terrible. Terrible, terrible, no good, wretched sex scene with my porn tilt going on. That, um, like I said, either she's had the worst sex ever possible or she's a virgin. And I'm going to say that it was probably a girl who never had an orgasm ever in her life. Um, because yeah, I say that because her description of the orgasm um, didn't even come close to being accurate. And even with male writers, men know what an orgasm feels like, even if they don't know. I mean, because men, you know, if I had a dick, all I would do is masturbate. <laughs> Wait, I would masturbate more. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that. If you're going to write sex and you've never had it, you need to watch porn. Straight up. Go to redtube.com, get some headphones, shut the door, lock it if you gotta. Don't download anything to avoid getting viruses. Practice safe porn. And learn how the body works. For instance, unless one or both of you are contortionists, and he's short and you're kind of tall, the likelihood that he's going to, you know what, no, just... 
porn. Just watch porn, okay? Um, um, just, just God, just. And you know what? Read a lot. Read a lot because um, you got to be a reader to be a writer. Uh, learn what sex acts are because Azor just mentioned something that um, I think that I know what the author was trying to do. What the author actually did was really not what it was supposed to be. She said that she read a fic once where Draco inserted his cock in Harry's dick. So you know what? The thing is, is that men, if if one of the men has a um, foreskin, there's a sex act that you can that men can do where um, the man with the foreskin pulls his foreskin over his the partner's the head of the partner's dick. It's called docking. Yes, um, and um, I've I've heard that actually can be really awesome and really a lot of fun, but if both men are circumcised, you can't do it. And um, it's not actually inserting the penis into the other penis. Okay? That's not how that works. Just FYI. So, <laughs> you need to figure, you need to learn what the sex acts are. You, um,. The human tongue is not that long. I mean, on average, it's not that long. So I'm going to go on record and say that I think it's quite unlikely that someone could stimulate somebody else's prostate with their tongue. If I'm wrong, someone needs to let me know because... I am more than willing to be educated on this subject, but I'm 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 going to say for just for that that's not possible. Rimming is fine. Rimming is great. But you're right. Ashera says I doubt even Gene Simmons could do it, and I agree. Um, it's just. Okay, number one, in order to, you know, unless the, you know, (laughs) I just, I don't think it's possible unless you have the tongue of an animal of some kind that you're going to be stimulating anybody's prostate with your tongue, okay? Um, It's just not going to happen that way, so stop it. Just stop it. I mean it. Um. Unless one or both of your partner, unless one or both of your characters are contortionists, um, there are sex acts that should just not be attempted. Okay, so anatomy is important, physicality is important, knowing what's possible and what's not is important. Um, knowing when something is disgusting is important because when you when you disgust your reader um, or piss your reader off, you're going to throw them out of the story. 
and they're not going to be no no okay so here's a couple of things when it comes to anal sex that you you need to not talk about in your writing we all know what the anus is actually for we're aware you don't have to tell us it's not sexy there's a whole list of things that are not sexy i'll be mentioning them later this is not sexy do not speak of defecation before after or during anal sex if there's barebacking involved I don't want to hear the part or read the part about the semen coming back out. No. No. For the record, it comes back out on women, too. And it doesn't get discussed in het romance. It doesn't need to be discussed in gay romance. It isn't like it just disappears up into the vagina, into the wild blue yonder. Some of it comes back out. That's just what happens. That's just anatomy. There's no need to discuss it. What you will notice in my fic and what I would like you to um, to pay attention to is that my characters don't go to the bathroom. They shower, they fuck, they eat. I have never, ever, ever, and never, ever, ever will write somebody sitting on a toilet. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. Because, number one, your character sitting on a toilet does not in any way forward your plot. It serves no purpose. Number two, there are certain things that you know a person has to do that they don't need to be discussed. You know what's happening. Just no. 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 (laughs) Just keep the bathroom activities out of your sex scenes. They serve no purpose. Right. Unless you're writing Danny Glover sitting on a toilet with a bomb, no. No. Okay. I don't know. And earlier, someone in the chat room mentioned um, ass to mouth. Okay. If something goes into the anus, from a pure health perspective, just from just basic hygiene and health, it does not need to go into the mouth or the pussy without a thorough washing. There is bacteria in the anus that can make you sick. And most readers know this 
and they don't need to be thrown out of their scene that they're reading because all of a sudden they're thinking, oh, my God, that's going to give that woman a, a nasty yeast infection. And you, you just, you've totally ruined it. I mean, you've totally ruined the entire thing, and you've written something super sexy, and then you do something really terrible, and you fucked up the whole thing. You've caught blocked your reader, and there's no need for that. There's no need for it. None, not a, not a damn one. Wash it. Wash the dick. I don't even think switching condoms is enough, to be perfectly honest. Um, it, it Once the dick's been in the ass, it needs to be washed thoroughly before it's put anywhere else. And that's right, there is no excuse for being a cock block. So don't cock block your readers. Just, just don't do it. So... Pay attention. Speaking of cop blocking, here's a list of things that are absolutely unsexy that you can say in a sex scene: penis, vagina, labia. Let's put it to you this way: if these are terms you might hear in the doctor's office in relation to your genitals or somebody else's, they don't actually belong in a sex scene. They're not sexy. They're not, they don't even approach sexy. I have never in my life seen a man and thought, oh, that's a pretty penis. No, I have not. I have never looked at a man and thought, I really want to ride his penis. I have not ever done that, okay? If you can't bring yourself to use cock, pussy, dick, prick, cunt, that's fine. Make your sex scenes more sensual than adult and explicit. That's perfectly okay. It's not okay to use the term penis, it really is not, because there's absolutely nothing sexy about penis or vagina. Um, no. Manhood? Eh. Erection? Yes. Erection's fine. Um, erection is fine. Maidenhead, as the reference to the hymen, um, you just, um, mm, only if you're writing historical, don't refer to a man's penis, cock, a man's cock, as any sort of weapon at all. It's terrible. No. It's not a sword, it's not a throbbing flesh missile, it's it's just, it's not. It's a cock. Comfortable with that word. And if you're not comfortable with that word, I want you to take out a piece of paper and write it until you're comfortable with it. Say a hundred times, I want you to get out a piece of paper and write cock 
a hundred times until it doesn't even look like a real word because you need to stop using the word penis. Or love rod. Absolutely not, Azor. Absolutely not. I will spank your ass. It's a cock. Or as Jilly and I once decided, cocks are big, dicks are small, and pricks are British. <laughs> just 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 keep it in mind. Um <laughs> and uh I don't particularly enjoy the word hard on. It 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 seems juvenile, but yes, it will work. It certainly works better than penis. Um uh what is something really interesting about me is that I tend to use the word dick when I'm in a man's point of view, and I don't know why. Um but it's just a thing, you know. And also, you need to keep in mind that your characters might not refer to it in the same way. Um, Kaya says, I'm not a fan of it, and it's a star, 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 so I'm going to assume you mean cunt. Um, I am a huge fan of owning the word cunt. Yes, it can be used as an insult, but honestly, dick and cock are just as easily used as insults, and so is pussy. Um, um terms that are used to describe genitals are often are, are used as insult cocksucker um pussy cunt uh dickhead it's one of my favorites <laughs> dickhead so you know the thing is is um cunt it's a perfectly acceptable word um and you can own it you can totally own it. I don't particularly like the word "cunny." Uh, it, it, it's um, it's uh, well, it's a historical term, I guess, for it. And um, I don't particularly like it. But uh, if I was writing historical, I'd probably use it because it would be historically accurate. <laughs> but cunt, cunt, cunt. You need to own it. You need to own your words and make them your own and and use them effectively. Um, Mewling Quim. I actually like the word Quim. I think it's kind of sexy. I don't like mewling in front of it, obviously, because that's kind of insulting. Again, another term used for the, uh, the vagina that can be used as an insult. Uh, So, you know, just... Cunt, pussy. I use them interchangeably. I don't have a. Um, uh, I tend to. Um, girls tend to use the word pussy, and my male characters tend to use the word cunt. It's just a um, a way I move between characters because your characters shouldn't. Sometimes they can use the same language, but if you kind of set your character apart and give them a, a 
a slightly different set of vocabulary words, it can help you create um, a three-dimensional character. You know, so you can say, okay, this this character is never going to use this word. So if they end up at some point using the word, it makes it more powerful. Anyways, I got some callers. Let's see who's on the line. I can't believe I just sat there and talked about that for 40 minutes. Okay. Hello, lady. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, by the way. It's not just your family who cried bullshit. <laughs> I was prepping up my food, and you're talking about this stuff, and I'm saying bullshit to the to the microwave as I'm doing stuff. So, yeah. Um, bullshit. Bullshit. Yes. Bullshit. Oh, bullshit. Uh, one of the things that, that – one of the biggest uh, peeves I've got about sex scenes is – a lot of times they come across as clinical. Insert mm, tab yeah. A into slot B, you know, agitate, you know, thoroughly, and really? That's it? Have some fun with it for the love of, you know, of everything. <laughs> my main problem lately in, in, in sex scenes is my characters won't stop talking. <laughs> yes, that seems to, you, you seem to be having that problem. Insert <laughs> orgasm here, motherfuckers lately. Soon. Yes. <laughs> Agitate thoroughly. That is now our catchphrase for thrusting vigorously into a hole or orifice of some kind. Yeah. Agitate thoroughly. It still works. As horrible as it is, but yeah, it's like really? Prostate versus prostrate. You know, I think that prostrate thing happens with autocorrect now, or um in in word or sometimes yeah. um spell check. Because it is actually super easy to write prostrate instead of prostate. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it is super easy because the T and the R are side by side. And if you're a touch typist and um, you, it just it's, it's just very easy to do. Or you misspell prostate and the spell check suggests prostrate to you and you don't know. Uh-huh. Yes, that's always a good time. You know, um, I had a terrible situation happen with um, one of the early ties that bind. When I did a spell mm-hmm. check, for some reason, um, my spell check changed every instance I had of caned into canned. Oh, and I did okay. not notice it. I did not notice Oops. it. It was terrible. Oh, that's an. The only thing worse I ever had happen to me is um, I was writing an art. I was writing an email, and this was when I worked. Uh, I was working. I was working in accounting, and I had sent somebody an email, and I I wanted. I wanted what? I, I tried to tell them that what they wanted me to do was inconvenient. Now, what you don't okay. know is that the version of Word 98 or 2000, somewhere in that area, it had a quirk where it autocorrected. If you misspelled inconvenient, it autocorrected to incontinent. Incontinent. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just wrong. So I send this email 
and I didn't realize it that I had misspelled inconvenient and it auto corrected on me because I had an automatic spell check on my email and I get a response back from <laughs> from the person I had emailed and what? <laughs> That's all it was, was what with a question mark. And I said, oh, I meant inconvenient. And they called me and said, well, being incontinent would definitely be inconvenient. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'm in agreement with that. Um, <sighs> it's terrible. That, so oh, sometimes autocorrect is not your friend, and sometimes no. spell check is even worse. Um, that's the value of a good beta. But, you know, also, even if you read it, even if you have four of your friends read it, everybody's reading it, sometimes incontinence still happens. Because your mm-hmm. mind reads what you expect to see. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah you know, this, so oftentimes, yeah. This is why you have, this is why you have beta readers. By the way, I figured out the, the one um the one creature that could get away with actually um, manipulating a prostate with a tongue. A dragon? No, you first. That's a hell of a tongue. No, I was thinking more man-sized, which is basically a werewolf or something <laughs> along those lines. I don't know. Only I saw thing that it makes sense. If I saw it in a... If a, a when I see it in a story, it immediately throws me out. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that's the point. Yeah. That's the point. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I had to get a sandwich while um, we're doing this. I'm yeah, sorry. don't worry about it. Um, my sugar dropped. Anyways, um, that's the point. When you write something, whether it's sex or action or whatever you're doing, and you don't actually know what you're talking about, and you put something in it that's not accurate, what you do is you throw your reader completely out of your story. Mhm. Like recently, I was reading something um, for a friend, and um, she used a term that I thought inappropriate. I, th- I thought it was terribly inappropriate, but I wasn't quite sure I was right. So I took my ass over to Urban Dictionary. I stopped reading her work and went to research a turn of phrase she used because I thought she was being racist. Come to find out she was. Or her character was. And I don't think that was her character's intent, so I put a little note on it. It comes back, and um, I offended the shit out of this writer because she's, you know what? If you do or say something that you have to defend it by saying, but I'm not racist, or I'm not racist, but, or I don't mean to be racist, but, and then you proceed to say or do something terribly racist, you are in fact racist. The Um. So yeah, and also, also just just for the record, white people, um, when you're being racist and you try to excuse your racist behavior by saying something like the following, "Oh, but I have black friends," 
What's that got to do with anything? I don't live with them. I'm it doesn't party. make you any less nice. racist, white people. It, it it does not make you any le- less racist, okay? Ah. Don't be that person. Mm-hmm. If you have to preface what you're about to say by defending yourself first, you should not say it. I'm not racist, mm-hmm. but. I'm not sexist, but don't say it. I don't mean to be offensive. Fuck you. Yes, you do. If you're going to say something, don't try to sugarcoat it before you even say it and try to say you're not being what you're obviously going to be. If you have to defend yourself before you actually say the stupid fucked up shit you're going to say, you need to keep your mouth shut. Period. Because the next time a man says to me, I'm not sexist, but I'm going to punch him straight in the face. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. <clears throat> Speaking of sexism, when you're watching the porn, <laughs> do keep in mind that you will see things that are demeaning and degrading to women and you should if you're especially if you're a virgin you shouldn't take that to to those aren't examples of of sex that you want to um absorb and make a uh-huh. part of your personal uh lexicon <laughs> because they're not accurate um no i i 99% of men ladies who take you to bed are going to be respectful, even if they're not good at it. Granted, uh, you know, granted, uh, you know, for some people, um, not getting a lady off is is disrespectful. <laughs> and I'm mm-hmm. one of those. If, if, if I'm gonna get naked with you, I expect to come two or three times, four times. Hey, multi-orgasmic! It's a wonderful thing. I'm just saying, but. Mhm. Most men enter into a sexual encounter with the with the respect you're due. Yes, there are those who don't, but they're not as common as porn makes it out to be. So don't. You know, what I'm trying to say is, is don't take porn um, or your research into this particular area as the gospel when it comes to um, the kind of relationship or the relations, the physical relations that you that that you might have with a man. That, that that's all I'm saying. Um, it happens more in het porn than it does in gay porn. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing, ladies: if you're going to write butt sex, if you're going to write gay porn, you need to watch men fuck. That would be helpful. Yes. Oh, by the way, lube. Oh my God, can't forget the lube. Yeah, we're gonna talk about lube in a minute. You, oh, yeah. if you're going to write gay sex. You need to watch men fuck because men don't fuck each other the way they fuck you. Mm-mm. Even if it's anal sex, it isn't the same. It really is not the same. The actual act is the same, but like the actual physical insertion of the penis into the anus, that's mm-hmm. the same, okay? But the rest of it is not. It really isn't. 
There is a difference. Okay. Okay. Here's some things that you cannot, should not ever use for lubrication. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I can name two right off if, the top of my head. If your characters are going to be um, having sex with a condom, you need to avoid oil-based um, lubrications because they will degrade the condom and it will break. Which means petroleum jelly, guys. Right, jelly. Oh, you know, Vaseline. You know, Vaseline's awesome. You can use it for lots of things, but if there's going to be condoms involved, you don't need to use Vaseline. Um, for the record, you shouldn't put anything in your body that's toxic. Mm. There are some things not meant to be put internally into your body. In fact, most Gen of them oil. say it on the fucking package, not for First internal use. Chris go. Um, gun oil is one that is is a not for for use. Um, the actual the, gun oil is not to be used for lubrication. Yeah, there, there is, is there a is lubrication called gun oil. Right, there is a yes. product called gun oil, and that's different. Um, yes. Don't use food products. Um, don't put food products in your character's ass. <laughs> Olive oil is fairly okay. It's been used for, for millennia. Olive oil is the same different. Isn't the same thing. I'm, I'm talking about butter. Oh, okay. Yes, you have a point. Um, mayo, oh. right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, chapstick. Oh my god. So, oh my god. There, here's the thing. Olive oil has been used, like you said, for many thousands of years for lubrication. Mm-hmm. It was in probably it, it was it was probably in fact the first anal lubrication. It is perfectly okay to use olive oil. It's thick. It's viscous. It's going to um, it stays slick stay where for you a stick it. Time. It's going to stay mm-hmm. slick for a while. It isn't going to dry out. It's great for your skin. It's not going to hurt your insides because it's edible. Yeah, um, it's got all sorts of advantages. And, and very few chemicals. Most of it, I mean, just get it really good olive oil. Don't get something cheap. Um, yeah, but for the record, I'm going to go on for the record. Really good olive oil costs three times as much as a decent lubrication. So there's no there's no need to use olive oil unless you just want to be a freak or that's all you've got in the house. I'm just saying. And the chef is probably going to be a little bit peeved when he finds you use your EV, his nice EVOO to, to lube his ass so you can find him six ways to Sunday. Uh, don't use hand lotion. I, I know oh, um, you think a, a lot of men probably jack off with hand lotion. No, not often. Because as OTM? Rowan says, hand lotion has alcohol in it, and that's not cool. It is no, especially not cool chasing. in the ass. Yeah, it's not cool in the ass. Lotion dries out quickly. It's meant to be absorbed into the skin. It's not going to be a good lubrication. Soap is not a good lubrication. Not a hope. No. It's got shower-based lubes, you know, stuff you can use there if you really must. Oh, by the way. No, no shampoo. um, No. No, and, and the oil that you use to put in your car can stay in your car. It doesn't go in your it body. It doesn't need to go in, in your body because that's toxic. Okay? That, that's toxic. Um, uh, oh. Anything that's sticky is oh, not God. good lube. Honey. Honey. Yeah, let's Honey, that one up. 
recipient? Syrup? No. Uh-huh. No. You don't want to use anything that's going to dry out quickly. It's going to soak into the skin quickly because the whole point behind lubrication is to lubricate the way. And if it's not going to stay where it's supposed to stay and not get absorbed very quickly into the skin, you're going to create a situation where there is entirely too much friction. And that Point of shit, order? in reality, would hurt like a motherfucker. Point of order? Men, do not self-lubricate. I don't care what fanfic has taught you. Men do not <laughs> self-lubricate. Okay? Here's, if here's they a do, rule, it's ladies. called blood. Here's a rule, ladies. The only difference between your anus and a man's anus is the prostate, and the prostate does not... Lead to self-lubrication? The prostate doesn't exude anything. It doesn't. It doesn't push anything out. It isn't any kind of. Um, it, it isn't um, providing anything. Okay. And yeah, if your ass doesn't self-lubricate, neither does a man. Okay. They're not a separate yeah. species from us. No matter how much they feel like it, and, and you know how much we we think they are. And Rowan, yes, it does include bulldogma. If your asshole, if your asshole, if, if your asshole is is self lubricating, you need to go to the doctor. <laughs> There's problems. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I am a hundred percent sure, Rose. I want to know. This is what I get for checking. Alpha this. Omega Fig is an. You're right. It is an entirely different situation. Um, let's talk about that for a minute because I want to bring up something um, that's been bothering me. I accidentally stumbled across some Alpha Omega fan art, and oh, the artist had actually removed the testicles from the Omega. Oh. Here's the thing, people. Here's the thing, people. Um, The testicles are responsible for erections. If the testicles are damaged or removed, the man in question is not going to be able to have an erection. Period. It's castration. Mhm. Used to be all the rage in the Ottoman Empire. If you write Alpha Omega fic, do not castrate your Omega. It is terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it is so ugly and terrible. What what exactly is the physicality of a knot? Okay, the knot in an animal who knots during sex, the knot is at the very back of the penis, and what it does is that it locks the two animals together so that the genetic, so the sperm can be um, put into the the body 
um, to allow better chances of, preg- of, of impregnation, right, Kaya? It, it happens in dogs. It happens in wolves. It um, it doesn't cats happen have their in own cats. Version, though, they have, by the way, no, they have spines. It, it, they have spines. It, it, it does. They have spikes. Yes, that's the term you're looking for, right there. It does not happen in big cats. So if you have a cat shifter, he's not going to not. And you don't want them to do what they what they really do because cats, right, are hardcore because they do have spikes. And what happens when um, or barbs, ever ever what you want to call it, when the male removes his penis from the vagina, it tears um, the vaginal wall as part of their reproduction, which is why female cats scream the way they do, and yet they go mm-hmm. back for more. If that happened to Apparently. me, I would fuck a motherfucker up. There wouldn't be another, <laughs> no. There wouldn't be another one, okay? No, uh not going to happen. So if you write cat shifters, they do not not. Um, nope. Dogs not, wolves not, canines not, basically. I think maybe hyenas, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but canines not. And what happens is, is that there's a swelling at the base of the penis, this is also super important when you're writing alpha omega. The knot isn't going to stimulate the prostate. I'm not. It's not going to happen that way. What's going to happen mm-hmm. is is the knot is going to um, stretch the rim of the asshole. <laughs> I just said this was going to be filthy, didn't I? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it will kind of lock directly behind the rim and create a um a basically basically the the best way to put it in in human parlance is if you've ever watched somebody heaven forbid get fisted and that's another thing altogether it's like right before the fist comes out it's very there's a lot of pressure back there and once it's um and you need to um not write any pulling or trying to separate by mm-hmm. force because that can cause no. rectal tearing in reality, um, if that was even possible in reality. It's a it's a nodding, it's a <laughs> making kittens. <laughs> yeah. But it, there's a hell of a way it to is it. a physical tying together and there is a period mm-hmm. of um time where you have to wait for the knot to kind of shrink and um so that the penis can be removed without causing damage to the partner who's receiving. But the knot isn't going to be deep into to the anus. It's just gonna be right there at the rim. Mm-hmm. You know, and I guess it would depend on how you wrote it because you could write it where the alpha pulls out before, or pulls slightly out before he knots, so he doesn't end up locked into mm-hmm. his partner for an for an indeterminate number of, of of time. So it could be something that he presses up against the rim as he comes, instead of um, mm-hmm. pushing all the way in and 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 locking together. Right. So. Um, Anyways, that's what nodding is, uh, and that was really dirty. <laughs> hey, I wrote nodding. I wrote it twice. 
It's great fun. Oh, I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna write it in my in in my story. I had that story that I wrote last year for Nano mm-hmm. that I, that I didn't finish. Um, originally, I was calling it No Other Man. I've renamed it Fall for You. Um, and I'm at the sex scene, and um, they've they're been chatty, are they? um, huh? The, yeah, the, they're chatty. They're, they're chatty. Yeah, it's a problem. He won't shut up. He won't shut up. So there's a, a problem. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nicole, you're great. <laughs> when two cats love each other very much and fulfill their educational roles, are established in their careers, yes, then they can make kittens. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Did I, I told you guys about the sex talk I had with my niece, with, with my cousin's daughter. Oh, um, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hobbit nodding. That's just that's whole uh, that's whole new layers, layers. Oh, I think I've read one with the dwarves nodding. <sighs> that layers. was that was an interesting. Yes. Yeah. My cousins call me in as the backup sex talk person because I remember this conversation. And it's happened lots of times. It's, it's, it it it, mm-hmm. it wasn't a once kind of thing. It, it has happened a lot. Uh, I'm the porn writer in the family. Um, uh-huh. Well, actually, there are four of us. There are four of us. Uh, there are actually four writers in my family um, who are published. Uh-huh. And I think it's my grandmother's fault because she was a storyteller and um, their cousins. Um, Stan's actually published. Uh and he writes graphic novels, and um, he's stunningly huh. talented at it. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> so there, are, there's there's there's, a, there's, a, there's one that writes kind of like fantasy. He's a second cousin, and um, so you know it's just anyways, anyways. Um, I tend to write the porn. So if somebody uh-huh. has a sex question, then um, from their kid, and they don't want to actually answer it. They'll call me. Figures. So here I am. I pick up my phone, and it's my cousin's 16-year-old. What's docking? (laughs) What's snowballing? What's felching? I have been asked all of these questions. What's felching? Yes. Didn't your mother um, ask you what that one was? My mother asked me what felching was, yes. Um, she did that. And that's actually because the result of the co- conversation I had with my cousin's um, 17-year-old daughter. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I've had all these questions asked. And um, uh, the worst thing I ever got My cousin's oldest son mm-hmm. calls me, and he's 17, and he says, my girlfriend told me that we could have anal sex. 
Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God, why are you telling me this? Why are you telling me this? He said, because I'm at the store. I said, well, get oh, condoms. <laughs> I said, he said, I got condoms. I'm just trying to figure out which kind of lube I should get because there has to be lube, right? I said, yes, there has to be lube. I said, don't get the warming one. I'm not sure how that would work out in the anus. And he goes, oh, my God, no. don't say the word anus. I said, look, you're about to stick your dick in somebody's asshole. If you can't say the word anus, you need to take your butt home. You're not allowed to have anal sex if you can't say the word anus. And he was laughing at me, but he did by KY. I'd be laughing at you. Um, I don't know if KY was the best choice of all choices, but it was the best choice he had available to him at that store. Um, and I told him, I said, if, I, if that's going to become something that you do regularly, you might want to go to the sex store. And he said, I'm not old enough to go to the sex store. I said, well, I am not buying you anal lube. Yes, that's, oh, God, the various things that you see online. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, I, I You know, thought... actually, it's, um, I, I sort of became a sex authority before um, the Internet became a thing. And, um, um in my family, and a lot of times I get re- referred because the parents are like, well, I'm not sure if the Internet's going to give them accurate information, so let's just call Kara. <laughs> mm-hmm. that, way, way, you know, that, that way there's no questions. There's a one of the, the various porn um, production companies, they, ha- they give tours, by the way. They're, they're, you know, they have their, their facility, apparently. And somebody took pictures, and I actually saw that 55-gallon drum of lube that we put up <laughs> many, many, many times with a pump top attached to the bloody thing. And they go through this thing lots because there were two of them there. And it's like, that's hilarious. oh, boy. Yes. But it needs to oh, point out that lubrication does have industrial purposes that do not yes. involve any orifice in the human body. WD-40 is not a lubricant that should go in your ass. I don't care if Look, it will. If it will, here's will, something you, know, you need to know about the law. You cannot buy someone under the age of 18 any sort of sexually oriented. Okay, so if I was to buy for my. 17-year-old niece, it would be me buying it, leaving it in, out in my house so she can come by and steal, because that's how it would have to be. She's stealing right. from me. Yeah. You, I mean, right. I think that condoms might be an exception in most states, but in a lot of states in the United States, if you bought someone under the age of 18 lubrication, like anal lube or, or whatever, you could go to jail for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Don't you just love the stupid laws that we have in this country? <sighs> so, no, I'm not buying my cousin's kid anal lube. It's don't just not going to happen. And also, oh. also um, I actually have one of my cousins who almost got in trouble because my cousin... She loves sex toys, loves them. 
loves them. She buys them all the time. She buys sex toys like I buy purses. Well, okay, oh, so goody. she orders that cute little um, purple vibrator on Amazon. What's it called? It's the one that's um, um, the Lilo. The, the Lilo. Um, she bought a Lilo on um, on um, no. L E L O. She bought that on um, Amazon, and it's the kind, and it, it actually has. It doesn't use batteries. You plug it into the wall and recharge it. So anyway, she bought one on Amazon, and the package kind of disappeared. Oh. So she contacts Amazon and asks for you know that I didn't get my package. It wasn't on the porch when I came home, and oh, it was a waterproof one, Chris. Uh, that plays into it. Um. Oh Jesus! She she gets another package from Amazon. And she's happy and she doesn't worry about it, right? Then she gets a phone call from her daughter's best friend's mother, and this woman <laughs> proceeds to cuss my cousin out. Called her a whore. Called her everything under the sun because she was under the impression that my cousin had bought her sixteen-year-old daughter. A vibrator. Oh. Or not, not the best friend. And my aunt, my, my cousin was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she said, your daughter has a vibrator, and now my daughter has come to me and asked me to buy one because you bought your daughter one. And my cousin was like, I did not buy my daughter a vibrator. Number one, that's illegal. And number two, I didn't even realize that she was at the state where she'd be wanting to do that. So I don't appreciate you your attitude, me. and um, fuck you. And she hung up on her because my family doesn't take shit like that. So my really? cousin's daughter comes home. Yeah, for real. Um, my <laughs> comes home, and she's like, I had a very interesting phone call today. And she was like, really? And she's acting all innocent and shit. And she said, I'm just going to be blunt about this. Did you steal the vibrator that I bought from Amazon? And she says, well, when I saw the package, I thought it was for me. Because I thought I'd ordered that book, you know. And my cousin was like, yeah, I remember you ordering the book. Um, and so I opened it, and I didn't even realize it, was, it didn't have my name on it. And then I saw what it was, and it looked really interesting, so I kept it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not buying my niece her first vibrator. She she said, okay, I actually got a replacement from Amazon, so now I feel guilty. I felt like I defrauded Amazon. But more importantly, if anybody asks you about this vibrator, you stole it. <laughs> you tell everybody I... that you stole it. Don't tell people that I bought it for you because that's illegal and I don't want to go to jail. And that was the discussion. So my cousin's daughter kept the Lilo. The, the Lilo. Um, it's a cute little thing. It's purple. I've got one. It, it, it plugs into the wall. But, yeah, so it's actually illegal in the United States for you to buy underage or minors under the age of 18 um, any sort of sexual aid um, up until including a lubrication that only has one purpose. Like, you know, this is going to sound really weird, but I had a cousin who had a real problem with tampon applicators, and she used to put a little KY on them. Okay. 
Um, but that isn't the same as like saying buying a, a lubrication that's just meant for anal sex. Um, my sister stocks condoms under her kit, her sink in the bathroom, and um, her son steals them. It's like Mission Impossible in her house. It's hilarious. <laughs> because the first time the box got breached, she called me in the middle of the night. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, is something wrong? And she said, yes, something is wrong. And I'm like, and her, and her oldest was 16 at the time. Her oldest was 16. She said, I, I went into the bathroom and I was looking under the counter to get something for her hair, whatever it was going to be. And she said, and the box has been opened. I said, what box? And she said, the condom box is open. There are two missing. I said, you counted them? She said, of course I counted them. And I said, well, <laughs> let's, take two things on, let's take two things on face. And she said, okay, one, He's practicing safe sex. And two, it's the 16-year-old and not the 12-year-old. And she went, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So so a couple of months pass, and she calls me from work, and she says, oh, my God, you will not believe what I found in my purse. And she said, I said, what? And she said, he put a post-it note in the purse and asked me to buy more condoms. <laughs> I said, well, it's your, only, it's, your, it's your own fault for only buying a 12-pack. I said, go to Costco. <laughs> no shit. Jesus, she said, what, three boys? <laughs> yes. All, all heading that special age? Yeah, she needs to go. No, she doesn't need to go to Costco. She needs to go online to Amazon and see if they come in the 144-packs. <laughs> so anyways, yes. Um there are some really creepy ugly rules on the on the books that parents can be mm-hmm. can be um charged with. My mother bought me my first vibrator, but she didn't do it on purpose. What happened was is in the late 80s Walmart put out these really adorable personal massagers shaped like uh-huh. bugs. Mine was a ladybug. Uh-huh. And my sister's was a caterpillar. I don't really remember. Anyway, it was really adorable. It was a cute little ladybug with the four legs and the little and it was adorable. It was so adorable. And um she bought it as a stocking stuffer. And stuck it in the stocking. And I was 12. And I got it. And I thought, oh, this is really cute. And then I pushed the button and it turned. Mom, this is the best present ever. By the way, apparently Lifestyle's ultra-sensitive lubricated condoms, you can get 100 condoms on Amazon for 1608 Tell your sister. I will let my sister know. But, yeah, so she bought my first vibrator, and she didn't actually know it until, like, uh, a year ago because I was um, – we, we had this big lunch with a bunch of my aunts and cousins, and we're talking about it uh-huh. and um, talking about – just talking about stuff. And my cousin, who has the sex toy fetish, who's, who's on par with my purse fetish, uh, as far as, like, buying things, you know, um, she mm-hmm. she says – well, you know, I got my first vibrator when I was 16. Uh-huh. And you said you got <laughs> and I was yours like, at 12. 
I got my first vibrator when I was 12. My my, my mama bought it for me, and she said, I didn't know such thing. I said, oh, yes, you did. And my sister was like, yeah, mama, you did. And April was like, it's just, my cousin was horrified that she didn't get the the first sex toy. (laughs) I I have a better buy here, Durex, Durex Enhanced Pleasure Premium Condoms Bulk Pack, 1,000 counts. I don't like Durex condoms. I prefer Lifestyle or Trojan. Durex don't, um, they're not, I don't know. This is going to sound for weird. Teenagers to have a, who, actually, for teenagers who, excuse me, for teenagers who are, who are, you know, keeping the spills from happening and their mothers from from fully knowing, they're perfect. No, they're not because they're not, they're not made well. Oh. I've had two condoms break in my whole life and they were both Durex condoms. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it definitely matters. Lifestyle is a better choice. But yeah, my cousin is greatly offended that she didn't get the first sex toy in my family in our age group. Um, she uh, yeah, and so my mom was like, "I did not buy you your first vibrator." I'm like, "Yeah, you did. It was a little ladybug." She said, "That was a personal massager." I was like, "That's not how I used it." Well, you <laughs> like, massaged something. Oh it was a little more personal than she was expecting. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it it totally was. But that does remind me of this letter I read in Dear Prudy where um, the woman writes Dear Prudy and tells her that her young daughter, and she didn't give an age, I don't believe, um, young, um, had found her um, Hitachi magic wand. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go on record and say that's not the first vibrator any woman should have. <sighs> the Hitachi Magic Wand is... It's, it would be kind of like buying a Corvette for a 16-year-old. <laughs> it isn't the first vibrator. And, you know, a, a rabbit or a bullet... Or even one of those little Lelous. They're really cute. They have lots of different settings. But um, the Hitachi, basically, without a moderator, has two settings. Oh, my God, and who needs a man? Those are the settings. (laughs) (laughs) These are not, this is not the vibrator you give a woman who's never had one before. Get a little bullet. Oh my or one of those little Lilos. They're really cute. Um, just <sighs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Um My cousin likes to joke, she has that uh what you call it, that symbion? Symbion? The one you sit on and ride. Oh, Really? And you can attach a you can you can attach a magic wand to that. Okay, well there's the le- I'm having too much fun. Um, yeah, my first yeah, little was Lilo, this nice little purple thing. These little Lilos are cute. The little egg is cute. They also have one that mm-hmm. you can insert. It's it's terribly cute as well. They have different moderators. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, she has my cousin, the freak. She has the um, 
the simian or symbian, whatever you call it, and that's the thing that you um, you sit astride and you ride it like you would a man, and you can put a variety of different dildos on it, and you can also insert a Hitachi magic wand um, to get vibration. Oh God. Um. So yeah, the month that she got that, no one saw her. <laughs> oh. oh no one saw her. <laughs> yeah, I have the Mona. I have the Lilo Mona too. I have that one. Um, and actually, this is gonna sound really funny and terrible. And I don't know if he's actually in the chat room. He's not. But. My Lilo is is actually a gift from Original Tempest. <laughs> oh my God, that's wonderful! Okay. <laughs> it um what happened was is that he asked me what I wanted for my birthday or for Christmas or whatever, and I said, "Oh, I don't know." And so he sent me an Amazon gift certificate, and so I bought my Lilo uh-huh. with it. Wonderful. Okay, let's see. Um, you you know what? Right, I am a porn writer, so when I call somebody a freak, you can take that shit to the bank. You don't gotta buy her a sex toy bull. You just gotta give her money, money. You just give her money. You just give her an Amazon gift card. You don't gotta know what she buys with it. But I know from freak, okay. And so when I call somebody a freak, you can. You can set your clock with it, okay, because and my uh-huh. cousin is a freak. You know, granted, frankly, there aren't many women in my family who aren't. I come by all my shit uh-huh. honest. Oh, terrible. You know, see. Bull's a terrible friend. He's a terrible friend. Just terrible. Bulldogma? Yes. Oh, yes. All she wants is a little bit of money, dude. Just give her a little bit of money. Original Tempest is a great friend. OT, yes, OT got you something that you could go and play with. (laughs) Amazon is is a very disturbing place if you go wander the weirder um, sections of it because I put in writing vibrators (laughs) and lo and behold, you find stuff. Okie dokie. There you go. There you go. Just a little money. Uh huh. But no, for serious. For serious, Original Tempest did buy my last vibrator for me. He well, didn't pick it out or anything, but but he bought it. Oh, it's cute. It's purple <laughs> because that matches everything, right? Mhm. And also because I'm a big, huge Prince fan, and I was never more thinking Hawkeye by whatever. Mm. Purple rain, baby. Purple rain. I was Anyways, thinking the arms actually. The Lilos are adorable. They're adorable, mm-hmm. little inexpensive. They are. Yes. He sent me quite a large gift certificate. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, Azura Hart, your, your grandmother may have been a born again virgin, but your aunt was also the lady who. Sitting there and and molesting 
male strippers in her, her fading and final months of life and was having a good time even though she got arrested and was talking to working girls. You have told us this. Your family has absolutely nothing, no leg to stand on on this. They're right. strippers, you know. I mean, even my Aunt Holy Roller, she had a moment or two. She had a whore face. My, yes, my my grandmother at my sister's um, bridal shower, we got two 16-ounce cups of gin punch down her. She didn't taste the gin, thank goodness, for lime uh, sherbet. Was telling us how she and my grandfather were having relations, and we calculated her age, and both of us got sick because she was in her eighties at that at that point, and my grandfather <laughs> was in his nineties. And while that says wonderful things about our eventual stamina, we just didn't want to think about our grandparents having sex. She got her daughter even, but yeah. She also at the um, at the the the, sta- the 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 bridal shower that we know not bridal shower pardon me the the off where we had the male stripper was standing there watching as he got down to all his his all together and it was a nice all together but she wasn't standing, <laughs> you know right up in front and center but she was standing there watching very intently you know so yeah. it reminds me of Cocoon Part Two when the old people come back to Earth. And the one lady uh-huh. is pregnant, and she faints, oh, yeah. and they end up in the hospital. And come to find out, she's just pregnant, and she's not sick, right? And her uh-huh. doctors are looking at him like, "Good for you, man! <laughs> like well, he accomplished something." Yes, all the plumbing is working. Oh my God, Barbara! What did she put up? I didn't click the link. My daughter once freaked out because she almost caught her grandparents doing oral. If I had walked in on my grandmother <laughs> giving my grandpa a blow job, it would have ruined me for life. It would have ruined me for life. Um, I'm going to say that right now. I am 40 years old. And if I walked in on it today, it would ruin me for the rest of my life. I would be ruined. My parents, in, in one of the last houses I lived with them at, the house in question had very good ductwork work for the, the oh, no. AC. The problem oh, no. is, is the ductwork for my room and their room had nothing to stop it. And even though oh, they were God. polite parents and closed the door, I learned way too much about my parents' sex life. The scarring for life, long time past. My parent, my grandparents had the decency to do the 1950s thing and sleep in separate beds, okay, at least my paternal grandparents. They were fine. The maternal I didn't find out and thought until I was an adult, you know. Just, Jesus, mm. I don't want to know these things mm. about people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Rowan. <laughs> Rowan says in the chat room, I walked in on my mom's stepdad and his best friend when I was nine. Well, <laughs> that's you an experience that you don't have every day. <clears throat> Good for them for a whole hour. You know, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I uh, Rowan, hated I you, I, bringing mm. any of my friends over to spend the weekend or the night on a Friday night because 
my parents, regardless of anything else that might have happened or who was going to be there, they had sex every Friday night, like clockwork. Well, at least they had a schedule. When you're 15, you don't appreciate that kind of schedule. No, but I do at 40. <laughs> Tonight is the sex night. It gives, hey, it gives you time to get all nice and, you know, fresh and wonderful and, and you know, all, all that, that, you know, stuff that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, they might have had sex on other days during the week. I don't know. But, because I never got to stay up that late. But on Friday nights, they always had sex. And it was just like, they I had a waterbed. Oh, it's sloshed? No. But they had that, you know, the old water beds in the 80s had those big, heavy headboards. <laughs> it slammed, I take it? It would thump against the wall. Uh, it was terrible. It was terrible. And also, and also, my mother is kind of noisy. Those lines. I'm not sympathetic. So not only were we getting thumps, we were also getting, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> oh, do you remember that, that whole scene with, with Forrest Gump where he's he's making the same noises his mother makes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was my childhood. Parts of it, I that, that just brings far too many things to mind. Yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible. But you know what, though? I think it's also, this is a Western sensibility. Um, uh-huh. Because I, the United States is so uptight about mm-hmm. sex. And um, sex on TV, sex in books, um, you know, sex in it's the home. It's ridiculous how uptight and, we are about sex. I remember the first time I ever saw European porn, I was like really shocked because um, most of the porn I had seen was made in the United States and porn actresses in the United States kind of keep their shit shaved. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw porn from France and there was pubic hair everywhere, I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh-huh. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it was it was France and also I think I'm some from Sweden, maybe. Yeah. It's um it was just it was unexpected. That's all. The Japanese porn I've seen has a very in some ways um western neatness to it, at least as far as as everybody's, you know, um neat tidy and and they don't look like, like they have um, a hairy monster between their thighs. Um, Foreskin. The first time I ever saw an uncircumcised cock, I oh was like, what the God. F- what? What? No. They don't, they don't look <laughs> neat and tidy at all. No. No, uh, they don't. No. Yeah, and, you know, you know some guys, uh, the foreskin is not some very long and are not very big, and it, no. and it looks fine. And, you know, when it's erect, you don't even notice, really. Um, and then some guys have like they you, you know the, you know how turkeys have that thing that hangs off their neck. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, there's just too much skin there, and it, and it really uh, it freaks me out. It, it's like let me go get the scissors and trim this for a, you know to make it less horrific. Cotty yep. says pubic hair is illegal into video in Japan. That is really uh, interesting. I've seen pubic hair in in porn that I got in Japan. It may not have been produced in Japan, but it was it was definitely acquired there. Now, the problem I have with the last Relatively. piece of Japanese porn that I saw, um, you know, that, that I got in Japan was, A, the, the poor lady who was receiving was, well, the word I want is, the words I want are terminally bored. And the, the guy in question, well, a number two pencil had more girth and, you know, frankly, he was about three inches erect, if that. The most interesting and, porn I ever saw. Yeah, that was horrible. Was um, Japanese. Mhm. I don't know if the person in question had finished as far as they intended to go into their transition into female. Um, oh boy! But uh, I don't even know whether this person would want to be called she or he because she had an outstanding rack uh-huh. and a really nice cock. I was like, what? Some people stick at that point, you know. They like having the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, and... I don't. I don't even. I mean, I don't. I don't want to be insulting, right? Because you don't know, her or, or him. But um, Shem, and S H E M. I think this person. Yeah. This person was getting um, um, banged all the hell and back, and was enjoying herself, uh, himself, and um. Uh, that's the first, that was the most shocking porn I'd ever seen at the time, and I was young, maybe um. 19 or 20, and now I wouldn't even blink an eye at it, but at the time, I was like, I was fascinated. I I watched it, I watched it 10 times, if I watched it once. I could not, my boyfriend thought I would be really upset and freaked out, and I'm like, can you rewind that? (laughs) Because it looked like 10 minutes on on the VHS tape, right? I... I watched it a whole bunch of times, and he was like, "Are you okay?" I said, "Um, you know, actually, I um, I wasn't sure at first, but this is really hot." <laughs> uh huh. When when they do it right, when everything looks kind of natural, it's great fun. It uh, to me, I I actually do enjoy those, but. It's also why I'm pretty sure that I could write um, Rodney as a hermaphrodite. I'm expecting this. You've been promising me this for two years now. Um, I don't have a problem with, um, I mean, I don't have a problem with any of it. Uh, Transsexual, um, uh, uh I don't have, I mean, I have no issues whatsoever with any of it. Whatever you want to do, whatever how you want to be, wherever you want to stick it. That's perfectly okay with me. And nine times out of ten, as long as it's legal and not disgusting, I'll watch it. Agreed. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some really nice stuff out there. You know, and if you're over the age of 18 and you're you're in a position where no you can buy it. And there are no animals involved. Yes, please God. Um find out what an orgasm is, okay? Enjoy it, own it, you know, you know, learn to to appreciate the fact that, you know, the the body has a lovely habit of giving you those when when stimulated correctly. Um and you know, use that when you write because Don't rip off porn scenes, by the way, word for word. You know when you're when you're right. watching it. Actually, it's, you it's better it, not, not to listen to their dialogue. Oh please, God, don't listen to their dialogue. Like don't watch James porn Fox. for plot or dialogue. Just watch it for the fucking like everybody else. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, oh, my hermaphrodite idea. There was Chris uh, Rowan says that she'd like to see it. My idea is is that. When Rodney was on Earth working at the SGC, they found the device off-world that ended up being um, a Janus device, and it got brought to Area 51, and it got activated. It got activated, and um, it everybody, um, everybody who was in range of this device became a fully functional hermaphrodite. In that um, they're capable of reproduction, and so Daniel Jackson was one of the ones that got hit <laughs> because he was there, and um, Rodney, and, and there were a whole bunch of others. And, and at the very beginning of this um, issue, uh, they tried to do surgeries to correct it, and there were some serious problems. And so, so by the time Rodney gets to Atlantis, um, he's completely anti-surgery because there were some suicides and um, things didn't work out right and, you know, there was some impotence because of um, surgical issues. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's accepted what he is and, and he's going to be fine with it. And um, so John finds Rodney very attractive, okay? And so my idea is is that Rodney, you know, he he wants to be with John, but he doesn't want to tell John what has happened to him because he thinks John is completely gay. Well, you know, it's not like he doesn't put the vibe off. And the the idea was is that it's a permanent change, Rowan. You can't go back. It's a permanent change. And so the only option was surgery or you deal with it. And the surgeries didn't work out. Because if you could change back, then it just it, it changes the entire concept. And I didn't want to go that route. I wanted it to be a life-altering, permanent situation where they have to deal with the consequences of this technology. Anyways, so John is heavily pursuing Rodney because he's all about it, right? And... um Finally, after months of basically uh, being a cock tease, Rodney admits to John the problem. And John's mm-hmm. like, wait, you mean you've got a dick and a pussy? Uh-huh. And Rodney's like, yeah. And John's like, so what you're telling me is is you've had your per- my personal Christmas in your pants for six months and I haven't been getting laid? <laughs> 
You owe me this this trick, by the way. I don't care about any of the others. As much as I want to crawl into your hard drive, I want this. Please, God, give me this. All right. I have that line in my head since the beginning. Like, you have your, my personal Christmas in your pants, and I, I haven't know. been getting laid. It's been in my head for five years. My birthday is in a month and a half. One month and a, <laughs> month and a week and a half. I want this for my birthday. Chop, chop. Come on now. I've got a lot on my plate right now. There's Nano. <laughs> Don't remind me about the shit that's on my plate. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Salute. I want. Yeah. But yeah. So. Um. But I did break through my ties at Bind. Um. Block. So that's good. And I still haven't read that anyway, one. Yeah. But yeah. That's just. I had that personal Christmas line in my head, and it's been there for, um, five years, and um, it's just and there. You know what? It's just. Uh, the the thing is, is I can see, I can see Daniel looking down, seeing the breasts. Going, huh? Pulling his glasses off, polishing them, putting them back on, and going, eh, and carrying on. Oh, Marley asked Rodney has a vaginal with a functional uterus or not. He is fully functional and he is capable of reproduction as a man and as a woman. So yes, he could theoretically get pregnant. Because the because the uh, agents are assholes and they will do they're. one of, one of the Actually, things I'm, I'm I don't see this as an asshole move on Janice's part. I see this as um, um, maybe he was trying to do gender correction and it didn't work right. I don't think the thing is is I don't think everything that Janice did was an asshole move. I mean, granted, what happens as a result of Janice product um, projects are assholeish, but Janice had actually pure motivations, I and mean, he wanted to help people. He wanted to help Atlantis. He wanted to help his own people. It just never worked out that so, way. So it isn't like he's no. an asshole or he's evil. He's just got extremely bad luck, and everybody who follows in his wake suffers as well. You know, the other person you can have it be is Michello. Yeah, but I like the idea of it being ancient. Okay. Well, it's it's much more thorough and likely to, to actually work if it's ancient. Instead of, you know, Michello stuff. Because <sighs> the great part would be uh, who activated it. Um, John? No, because John wouldn't be um, Area 51. I'm thinking it would be Carson. Oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. God. But see, the thing is, is if Jack activated, he would have been act. Um, 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 he would have been impacted too, or maybe, or maybe because he activated, he was the only one who wasn't impacted. So he, it's like he's in the eye of the storm, and everything is fine where he is. But if you're outside the eye of the storm, you're screwed. Yeah, pretty much. Could Rodney impregnate himself? <laughs> no. Um, I think that would actually be like cloning. I don't think it would actually work. And it would be could I compatibility I issues. Would, yes, I don't think it would survive. I don't think it would be viable. Yeah. I don't think it would be viable. Technically, it, it's, it's, it's possible, but viability issues, it's probably not. No, I think probably Jack, because that's a lot more fun that, you know, Jack caused it. <laughs> yeah. And maybe he even did it on purpose, but not quite. Like, um, the last maybe just thinking that if Daniel was a woman, then he could have him and, and no one would say anything. 
Oh yes, that that actually would work because if you, especially if you do it during the active part of these series, because Don't Ask, Don't Tell was still going, so you have a Don't Ask, Don't Tell fic in a way. And Daniel is run, Jack, run far, run fast. You know, and <laughs> what have you done? And Jack's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it, but he kind of did. <laughs> it just didn't and, work out the way he wanted it to. <laughs> yes. And after the absolute screaming freakout that just about everybody has, because God help us all, Sam Carver was a dick. Um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Sam Carver was a dick. Uh, that that actually is kind of hot. That's, the that's, a, that's actually kind of hot. Jan, Janet Fraser would really enjoy that, I think. I think yeah, Janet would be very happy hot. with that. Because Amanda, because Amanda Tapping is 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 hot. She's an attractive woman, yes. and that yeah that. that well, my current opinion of her is kind of warped because I'm rewriting uh, ties that bind. Sorry. Well, yeah, um, I mean, but you know, that's the thing about a character is that your ability to turn them and to make them more or less than what they are in canon is a lot of fun. Um, so you can make someone put, just. Um, but my favorite idea for this is. Okay how Jennifer Keller would respond. Oh, the first time I used to do an OBGYN uh, panel for Rodney. <laughs> Why do you have this? I think that Carter would have to grow a dick or have a dick. Mm-hmm. It would be great. I'm, I'm just saying it would be great. Um, but... <laughs> Hey, if you want to change your your nano, I'll 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 support you 100% of the way. No. Damn it. It is too late. I have already plotted. Damn it, Jim. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> I don't care if he's dead. I just want him to get fucked. Here's the thing about body functions, I'm going to say again. My characters don't have them. Outside of orgasms and eating. So Rodney on a period, it might in theory happen in the background, but it would never, ever, ever, ever be discussed in my fic because um, it's the women in my issue. fic don't have periods either because I don't discuss it. it no, it, it it doesn't come up. It's not a front page issue. Oh... <sighs> Okay. Stuff that happens on the toilet does not come up. I hope not. That would be bad. Just if it's if if it's an activity that takes place on the toilet, be rest assured that I will not be speaking of it. I can live with that. And also, you know, for the men in this room. Um, in the chat room and for who are listening to this. The period is disgusting, and there's nothing remotely uh, sexy about it. Yes, it's natural. Yes, it happens. It happens to no, most women who have a functional no. uterus. It's not sexy. I have never once in my whole life wanted to actually have sex while I'm on my period because it's Agreed. disgusting. So, oh, No. God. It does not need to come up. And honestly, the first time that that somebody came up to Rodney and said, "Are you having a bad day? Are you on your cycle?" <laughs> I would be bringing up this to a slap fight. 
Actually, in this case, I think Rodney would spontaneously find the connections in his brain to kill them. Just, you know, I'm going to kill you with my brain, and he's going to succeed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't know. Not That's happening. Just disgusting. Mm-hmm. I have a vagina. There are lots of disgusting too. things that happen with the vagina. There are perfectly normal, healthy things that should not be discussed, and that is one of them. Also, childbirth. That's disgusting. Childbirth is disgusting. Oh, my God. I threw up watching The Miracle of Life when I was in high school on my sex ed teacher because he told me I would be fine, and I told him I was going to be sick, and he said, no, you won't. It'll be fine, and I turned and threw up all over him. If I remember right, the the uh, comparison is shoving a full-grown St. Bernard through a cat door. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So, good times. No. That's also why I have no ability whatsoever to actually, you know, really indulge in, in male preg as as a writer. Because if you write a man pregnant, you really legitimately have to write them giving birth. And I'm not ever going to do that. By the way, ever. do you realize in that, that, that one piece that you put up so we could all see it, you mentioned it? Hmm. No, what are you, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Wait, no, that, just don't, that, stop being ambiguous. What are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> that one that you put up in chat, all right, where um, I think it was, um, I don't remember which one it was. I don't remember. It, you had two up in chat. One of them had an unpreg moment in there. Sorry. I don't know what you're, I don't, I don't, I don't, what, what are you talking about? Now I have to find it. Um, what story? What series? It wasn't. Uh, it definitely was not the. Um, it was the Harry Potter one. Um, oh yeah, the carrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. But if, like I said, even if I wrote that. I said I wouldn't fully invest myself in it. There's absolutely no way that I would write a main character pregnant that that was um, because I would have to write them giving birth. And um, uh, when I that particular story, when it comes times for 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 Hermione to give birth, I am like 99% certain I'm going to close the door on that, like you like they used to do in those old-fashioned historicals in the 80s. And then, like, hours later, there will be a perfect baby in a blanket. <laughs> I'm not going to write childbirth. No. Okay. Fade to black. Exit stage left yeah, and come fine. back later. We'll have a pretty baby in a pink blanket. That's what's going to happen. We're not going. No one who's already been one who's already been cleaned and all night is all night neat and tidy. Exactly because I held one of my nephews when he was fresh. Uh huh. And I don't mean fresh and that he smelled great. I mean just fresh <laughs> that he was like like really happy. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes out of the uterus, 
and it it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> Everyone like, oh, oh, he's so beautiful. This is so great. This is so f-. no, it's not. <laughs> My sister was like, how is he? Is everything okay? Oh, he's fine. And she's like, why do you have that face? And I'm like, he was fresh. <laughs> and she went, oh, sorry. <laughs> I said, he still had your vagina on it. <laughs> there is just no I'm need for I'm- that. I think I'm glad I missed my niece's birth then because I'm I I would be one of those people who would be handed the fresh and slimy baby and told isn't she wonderful and it's like ew I don't need to know this much about my sister you know it's just it's it, 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 it's just no I am never writing in childbirth and I think that when you write a full on male preg and your and your main character is pregnant that not um, explaining how that process works with a man kind of makes the whole fic less genuine. Um, and since I have no interest whatsoever in explaining how a male pregnancy might work in my head, um, I'm just not going to ever discuss it. No. Excuse me. I, fi- I fixed my male pregnancy in both of my male reproductive uh, stories. First one was the uterine replicator replicator by Atlantis, Okay. So it's not involving the guys getting preggers and waddling around and being bitchy. And the second one is by magic, with basically a uterine replicator. And yes, she's fond of that. She's but fond of putting fuck it all twice. If I'm gonna actually, yeah, fuck all if I'm going to actually have them get all nice, round, and fat, and bitchy because the two guy, the two couples that I have. I'm sorry, Draco would be homicidal, and I don't want to think about what John would do, let alone what Fuddy would do. It would be terrible. Okay. You know, they actually no. have artificial wombs now. There is there is a baby either gestating currently or is already out who came from an artificial womb. No, she didn't. he didn't come from an artificial womb. He came from a transplanted womb. Is, is, transplant. is that what it is? Yeah, it was a transplant. That's even, was, I don't even know that. That's actually even more sci-fi to me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Know. It was. It was totally transplanted into because her his mother was born. I think she had the ovaries, but she didn't have the womb. It was some type of a a um, condition that she had that precluded her from having her own natural children. They have. They they're they're working on an artificial womb, much like the uterine replicators that that science fiction has. The problem is, is they have to be able to get it to to reproduce the conditions of the uterus, and that's the sticking point. Um, we've got the the blood ox machines. We've got um, the stuff that can support certain things, but we can't do it long term. And they're still in the animal models. Last I knew, and that was about five years ago. Nutrients, so, you know, who knows? Yeah, nutrients so it, and, and hormones that the mother provides in the womb that they, that the babies need. Mm-hmm. Right. So it may eventually show up, but it's probably not going to be for another, you know, at a minimum, you know, probably ten to fifteen years, if not longer. At which point. Um, there's going to be a whole shit ton of, of reaction, probably from the Catholic Church, about it. Oh, there, but well, there already the is. I mean, they 
they're already mm-hmm. anti-surrogacy. Um, they're already, mm-hmm. and, you know, and the anti-adoption as well. And I'm like, you know, these yep. kids are already here. What do you want to do with them? And there's actually an ugly addition to that that I can add depending on who I'm talking to. I got lots of time. Don't worry. Call me back when you when you were, were done with this because we got three minutes. Ah, three oh two two minutes and twenty seconds. I uh, I don't know. Mhm. Oh, what I was gonna say is that you know, um, I uh, once had an argument with <laughs> with a priest about adoption. <laughs> <laughs> something terribly ugly. If I believed in hell, I would know for sure I was going because of what I said. Because he was anti-adoption, and he think he he thought that you know that it was just inappropriate. And I don't remember his reasons why. And I said, well, what do you expect we should do with these kids that are already here? Besides, you know, you fucking them. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that's just wrong. It... I didn't say it was appropriate. In fact, I said, I I said that if I believed in hell, I would think I was going based on that alone. I'm I'm well and truly certain that I'm going. You know, hell hell is hell is the place where all the interesting people are, and I'm I'm headed right. (laughs) Nicole says that's more of a personal thing than a church position. Across the board, Nicole, I wouldn't say that all priests want to fuck children. Just some of them. Yes, unfortunately, they seem to be attracted to the, the Catholic Church because it's not like they do much to fix them. Anywho, um, it, I know, and that makes it even it. worse. You know, it, that makes it even worse. Is not only does this abuse happen, but the church hides it, protects them, and doesn't get doesn't doesn't interfere. I mean, they just move them around. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a that's a we'll that, that's that, an entire we'll conversation. We'll have that rant some other time. January seems to be about the time because we're away from the holidays. <laughs> yeah, because Thor forbid I have a fit this close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is his birthday. <laughs> oh, for the love of googly. The boy was born in April, whatever. Um, anyhow, so going on to, to discussing this, if you're going to have a sex scene, watch porn, read porn, have an orgasm for the love of googly. But figure out exactly what you want to do. If you cannot figure out how to write an or, uh, a sex scene without it sounding clinical or boring, fade to black, come back with everybody smoking cigarettes. My best advice. We're technically off the air, but it'll still Damn. record to so the people on the podcast will see it or hear it or whatever. Um, okay. You guys, um, enjoy the podcast. I'm, I hope you had a good time, and I will see you yep. next week for my fucking birthday party. humans on earth can't all like the same drink that's why circle k has polar pop and froster pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you polar pop and froster just 79 cents each at circle k limited time only at participating locations